Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, February 24th. We are almost at the end of the month and almost at the end of Team Cup. But you know what I'm going to do because I like you? I'm going to give you one extra day in February to tackle all that you need to tackle for Team Cup. So see that? I'm just giving you an extra day on Saturday. What will you do with that extra time? Anyway, a little story to share with you over the weekend. I went to visit my son who's in college and he goes to a college where they're on the quarter system, which most of you know is a 10 week uh, instruction cycle, whatever. So when you're finished with one 10 week session, you start a whole new session, new teachers, new classes, new opportunities. And I was thinking actually of success club, right? Because Success Club, every single month, you start at zero, you start anew, and it's like start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And I said to my son, isn't it tough for you to just keep starting and stopping? And he said, no, mom, these classes build on each other. So I may be starting over with my grades, but it's still a buildup. So it is a continuum. And I thought, hmm, ding, ding, that is Success Club, and that is inviting, and our topic for today there's no start and stop with inviting. It's a continuum. It's going on and on and on as you are coaching. So there is, maybe the month starts, starts and stops and you reset at zero, but the inviting keeps going on and on and on. So I'm very happy that we have Micah Folsom on today because she is going to talk about consistency in inviting. So stick around, but before you go, We've got a whole lot of other stuff to talk about. So let me bring on Kevin Shaw on what's going on this week in the network. Focus, guys. Okay, there you go. He's got the t-shirt and I don't. Okay. Yes, I do. Thank you, Sandy. Yes, coaches, I decided to scoop back a little bit to show you this awesome t-shirt that hopefully you have earned because this week marks the final week of Team Cup. And remember, the individual prize, if you hit Success Club 5, during this month of February, by helping at least three people with a challenge pack, you get this awesome 10-round uh, t-shirt or 10 rounds tank. I decided not to wear the tank this time, maybe next time. But guys, this is what you will receive. I absolutely love this shirt. Cannot wait for this program to come out. Um, guys, this is it. Team Cup is, this is the final week. What are you waiting for? Have you reached your goals? Have you met your goals? Are you ready to show the world that you can do what it takes. This is the final week. So as a team, rally together, push that one extra push, get outside your comfort zone and guys help people achieve their goals. That's what it's all about. Look, we're just helping people say yes so that they can say yes to get a better lifestyle. That's what it's all about. Now, remember you do have those three promo codes that we want you to use by the end of the month, they will expire at the end of the month. Guys, might as well just use them now, help people get started with any of the programs coming out. Now, um, second announcement is, guys, Summit is not too far away, is coming up. And for a very limited time, guys, we're gonna offer a $170 ticket for anybody who registers now for the next little bit for um, Summit. Now, you head to coachsummit.com and for that limited time, get. Uh, $125 off your ticket, which is $170. And remember, if you do that before the end of the month, you will get those two bonus cup 
points that will help you possibly earn this awesome t-shirt. Okay, next uh, announcement is Bar Blend. Remember that awesome program that we're still doing, that we are loving, that is toning, and we're just full of joy? Well, the final days of the $20 off the challenge and completion packs is finally nearing. So March 1st is the final day that we are offering $20 off challenge and completion packs for Bar Blend. It's, this is it, guys. It's the end of Team Cup, the end of Bar Blend uh, promotional period. Take advantage of this. And then the last announcement, guys, is yes, 10 rounds is right around the corner. Tomorrow on the Champions page, I will be going live to talk about all things 10 rounds. And then the following week, we're going to have Joel on to tell you all about how amazing this program is. Now remember guys, this does launch, this is coach exclusive on the 16th of March, and it will go live for everybody, uh, VIP early access on April 6th. So we're giving you time to purchase it, as, and you guys get access to the first uh, week's worth of workouts. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow um, on March 16th, and then it goes full access um, on VIP early access on April 6th. Now, you can follow Joel on Instagram on the 10 rounds. It's at 10 rounds program on Instagram to see all the bus tour information and all things 10 rounds. That's the announcements I have going on for today. I'm gonna live in this t-shirt today because I love it. Sandy, that's it. That's all I got. Thank you very much. And yes, we are still doing bar blend and enjoying the affirmation. So thank you for reminding us about that. And I would like to move the call forward and get some announcements from Darren Ashby about who has moved their businesses forward. Congratulations, Darren, for coming to the call <laughs> all these years. Good morning, Sandy. <laughs> Good morning. All these years. Can you believe how long we've been doing this? Yep, yep, yep. It sure was fun when it was just on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right, take it away. All right. Well, let's jump in. We have got some amazing recognition today. Uh, a lot of recognition. So I'm excited to do it. Let's go. Here we go. Going to get this screen loaded. And starting with our newest Diamond Coaches, here they are. Congratulations to... If I can say this name right, I hope so. Aracelli Alverde in an additional CBC. And also Brittany Oust. Also in an additional CBC, Kayla Barker, Julie Barnett, McKenna Burgos, Ellen Shizadlo, Jessica Crane, Hannah Decker, Brittany D. Girolamo from Canada, Nicole Durand, Danielle Dvorak, Jenny Eckert, in an additional CBC, Micah Folsom. From Canada, Louise Marie Gagne, also Kaylee Joe Gagne, Angela Giordano, Stephanie Harden, Colby Harwood or Harmon, Courtney Harwood, Allison Hendrickson, Tammy Holt from Canada in an additional CBC, Shelby, or Shelby Hewson in an additional CBC, Rebecca Ingham, Dion Israel, Morgan Johnson, Caitlin Laughlin from Canada, Mark Antoine Lefebvre. Denise Lloyd, Shelby Madison from Canada, Ashina Makija, uh, Lisa Matienzo, Shelby Maupin, and an additional CBC, Melanie Mitro, Christy Nolan, Yvonne Okoa, Jana Olafs, Heidi Olson, um, Anger uh, Angeri Peralta, Carissa Plu from Canada, and an additional CBC, Amanda Marie Quintino, Robert Ralston. Rosa, Rosa Ramirez, Hannah Rasmussen from Canada, Melanie Richard 
Elamar Rivera, Michaela Robertson, Jenna Rosenfeld, Alan Smith, Catherine Smith, uh, Jacinia Sosa, Megan Spigner, Roxanne Stevens, Mandy Stoltz, Amanda Sullivan Owen, and an additional CBC, Ali Upham. From Canada, Eileen Rigo, Christian Vasquez, and an additional CBC, Jerrica Vaughn, and Meredith Yarborough. Way to go, New Diamonds. Man, there were some great names in there. All right, now for our new Star Diamond coaches. Here they are. Congratulations to Paul Beans, Kylie Kreese, and an additional CBC, Julie Kemp, Amber Seller, Rachel Went, and Leslie Wolf. Now for our new two Star Diamond coaches. Here they are. Congratulations to Matt Bugay and Megan Wortham. And coaches, we're not done there. Let's go to our three stars. Here they are. Congratulations to Deborah Capaccio, Emma Chesmore, and from Canada, Amanda Marie Quintino. And coaches, two new four-star diamond coaches this week. That would be Christina McClurkin and Diana Vargas. And we have a brand new 10-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Kate Jarzewski. All right, coaches, that is it for recognition today. I'm going to stop this share and come right back. And let me say, for those of you that don't think Team Cup matters or will help advance your business, just ask these 73 coaches that just advanced their businesses this week. So, Ooh. fantastic. Make it a I like that. Darren, you know what? You are handling technology better than a lot of these political caucuses. <laughs> I haven't watched. <laughs> no, the, the technology is failing everywhere. So oh it's like, gosh. we look great. That is good. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Darren. And congratulations to everybody. So good to hear some names that I have um, not heard before. So congratulations. And I would just like to introduce our next speaker who doesn't remember, but this is her fifth time on the National Wake Up Call, and that is because she is just that good. She started coaching in July of 2013, which is over six years ago, and she has now achieved the rank of Superstar Diamond 2, 2, 2 coach. That means is a superstar uh, has 15 diamonds on, uh, that they've developed, 15 diamonds she's developed 30 in two business, in, in one business center. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing myself up. She's a superstar diamond two coach because she's got 30 diamonds on her team, at least. Okay. Now she's also been elite six times. So when she came onto the scene, she hit elite and she's hit it six times in a row. She's even been in the top 10 in 2014. She's an SC legend. For those of you who don't know that, that's hitting success club uh, every single month for 24 months, but she's done beyond that. She's done 79 months. She was also a member of our CAB, our coach advisory board from 2018 to 2019. You guys, she's just that good. And she's from Rexburg, Idaho, Micah Folsom. Come on in, Micah. <laughs> I got stumbled there on your, on your double uh, superstar diamond two coach. How many other coaches have hit superstar diamond two? I actually don't know. I think there's like six, maybe. <laughs> yes, I think it's a it's like a handful, and so oh my it's, a, it's a huge, huge thing. You've been consistent all these years. Uh, for people who don't know you, I would love for you to come in and say what brought you to Beachbody. What have you been doing? Yes, I need to go tell my son to be quiet. Hold on, give of me two course, seconds. of course. Well, 
Yay. That's how it is, guys, working from home. <laughs> if I was at home, I'd be telling my dog to be quiet. Oh my gosh. Okay, I think we're good. Okay, you go for it and let everybody know what brought you here. All right. So I started Beachbody over, it was about 11 years ago. So I started after I had my first daughter. We had actually just moved across the country to Miami, Florida, while my husband was playing football for the Dolphins. So I had a seven week old baby, no help, was trying to figure out mom life. I was 20 years old and I was like, okay, sweet, let's do this thing. So I was at the point where I just needed to lose the baby weight. I wanted to find myself again after having a baby. And so I actually found 10 minute trainer on an infomercial and I figured, okay, I can't leave the house. I really don't want to drive anywhere because Johnny screamed bloody murder every time I put her in the car seat and I just needed to do something from home. And so, or from the hotel. <laughs> and so I got that and I actually ended up getting great results. I would shoot for doing three of those a day, but if I could only do one for 10 minutes, then I called it a win. And basically I would plop Johnny on the hotel bed, bust out a workout really quick. And then if I could do another one, I would. Um, so I finished that, knew that the programs worked. And so then I ended up seeing Insanity on another infomercial and got that. Well, my husband was in his off season, so we would do it together and it was kicking his butt. So he's playing in the NFL. These workouts are killing him. I played college volleyball. These workouts are killing me and we were getting awesome results, but I can never finish the program. Never. So we would get through the first month strong. We would change up our eating habits. We would feel good. And then month two for anyone that's ever done insanity, we would fizzle out and everything would fall short. Mind you, at the time, I didn't have any idea what coaching was, but I did get a random email from this dude and he told me he was my coach. And I was like, weirdo, not, not like, I didn't even respond. I'm like, that's strange. I'll do my own thing. I feel really bad now because I know he was just doing what he's supposed to do and being a kind human, but that's just a representation of where I was at mentally. I was like, don't talk to me. I'm doing my own thing. I don't want to fail with others. Like I'll fail on my own. And so I did this for almost four years, four years off and on. I would start insanity, go strong, and then quit. Start insanity, quit. And this was typical Micah. I was the yo-yo queen, all in, all out. And so fast forward the four years, um, my husband finished up playing football. He went on to veterinary school. And so at that point we moved to Oklahoma and I had had a second baby. I had started a wedding photography business and I was running that full time while momming these two kids. And I found myself where I always did in a funk, feeling like crap, knowing that I needed to do something. And so I started insanity again, same old, same old. I was feeling good. And I was like, dude, I need something else. Like I need to switch things up. So that was when Instagram was like brand new. I probably had like 10 followers didn't know how to use it, but I started searching hashtags and I don't remember what I looked for, but I saw my coach's post and I had no idea who she was. All I knew was she had a six pack and I wanted a six pack. I thought that would be really rad at the time. And so I reached out to her, got some info and it just so happened that Les Meals Combat, which we don't have anymore, was on sale that month. And at the time, Shakeology being 130, that was a that was more than a quarter of our grocery bill in vet school. We were super frugal. 
And so the only way that I could justify ever trying Shakeology was to get it bundled in this pack because I think I'm pretty sure it was on sale for the pack for like 140. And I'm like, dude, that's a no brainer. So I got the pack, got started in a group and about a weekend, like so many of our challengers do, I fell in love with Shakeology and I started looking up, um, I don't even remember what I was looking at, but I, I came across the fact that you could sign up and get a discount on Shakeology. So I, at that point was just dreaming big. I told my husband, I was, I was going to get this coach account strictly for the discount. If I could just help a few of my mom friends feel as good as I was feeling, then we were winning. And my biggest goal with this was that I could get my Shakeology paid for with Beachbody income. So at that time, I told my husband I was just going to do this, just kind of dabble and help a few people here and there. And I mean, I just kind of fell in love. I fell in love with the process of taking care of myself. I fell in love with the habits that we're, we incorporate as coaches. I fell in love with um, just really finding fulfillment again within motherhood. And I, that was a huge, huge void that I didn't even realize I was missing until it started coming into my life. And so that's how I, that's, I mean, that's it. That's in a nutshell. And then the rest is kind of history. I just kind of I, went all I in. Cannot, I cannot imagine you as a yo-yo exerciser. Like you're the most <laughs> consistent person I know. You're so reliable. You're like steady Eddie. Oh my and gosh. I but that's, that's it. coaching. Like that is what I needed. I told JD, I had this friend that was a personal trainer. She did nutrition plans for clients. And I always saw her workout posts. I'd always see them. And I'm like, babe, if it was my job, I would work out too. And I was such a brat, like such a brat. And I said that to him and just making excuses for myself because it made me feel better that I was sucky at staying on track and I couldn't just stick with it. And it was just this, having this instilled the habits. It made, it gave me that accountability. It gave me that extra layer. The best way to learn is to teach, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I felt like the best way for me to stay on track myself was for me to have that extra layer. If I, if I ever wanted to help anyone, I better be taking care of number one first. And that's what it's done. And that's kind of the way that I've approached it since I started. That's a really good way to talk about getting uh, into a habit because it's hard for people who are not disciplined to get into a habit. But if you teach someone else, then by definition, you're creating a habit. I love that. Totally. Um, so I think there is hope for me yet because I have 10 Instagram followers. So <laughs> there can, you go. I can only go up from here. That's right. Uh, anyway, this topic, you know, it is Team Cup Month. So inviting is like the fundamental of coaching and of course of Team Cup. So why don't you tell us why this topic, why now, and just go into it, Micah. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to talk about inviting. Um, like the topic said, this was literally my biggest fear. I avoided personal inviting like the plague for, for a long time. So I got through my warm market pretty quickly, felt comfortable like sharing my excitement and inviting them to join me. But once that was done, I was like, okay, personal invites are not for me. I'm just going to go the opposite direction. So what I did was early on while I was digging into PD and really trying to overcome this fear, cause I knew it was going to hold me back. Um, I, relied heavily on attraction marketing. So I was very open. I was very upfront about I'm on this journey. I'm sharing it authentically. Come join me. I would love to help you. Like I was very open about that. And so it worked. I was able to help people. Every time I posted like a challenge group call to action, some people would trickle in. But 
it really worked until it didn't. And so that was at that point, that's when I had to really be like, okay, how can I figure this out? How can I find joy in inviting? Because I know it's essential. I know it's important. I know I'm doing people a disservice by not reaching out and letting them know that I want them to be on this journey with me. But I had the hardest time overcoming that. And two of the books that I highly recommend that helped me are Go For Now and The Go Giver and the entire series. And actually, this, this is another one. Um, fear is my homeboy. I'm reading that one right now. And I'm like, every coach needs to read this because it's a real, that fear is real. Um, and so what I've done is in order to find joy in this, because you guys, we can only avoid something or we can only do something that we don't like doing for so long. We can force ourselves to do it for a little while. We can, we can, uh, deal with that friction and those like kind of stressful, anxious feelings for a little while. But at some point you either need to push through those to find a place where it's not scary and like feels gross anymore, or we need to, or we'll quit. Like we'll give up. And I feel like that's where a lot of coaches, that's where a lot of my coaches struggle is because they never get to a place where they actually enjoy it. They never get to a place where they can actually, um, feel good doing it. And so a couple years ago, that's when I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. I got to figure out how I can find joy in this, what feels good to me, like how I can do this in a way that's authentic to me um, so that I can be consistent with it forever because I knew how and how vital it was. So um, we, what I found is we've got to love the execution. Hear me on this, you guys. We've got to love the execution of the plan, not just the results. So we can't just like helping people. We can't just like selling something or signing a coach. We've got to love the, 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 like the brunt of it. We've got to love the process. We've got to love the daily monotonous stuff. And so that's what I'm going to talk with you guys today about. And I'm just really going to go into my process and share exactly what I do and why I do it. And I want you guys to just understand there's no right or wrong. Okay. There's no one way is the only way to do it. There's so many coaches that still rely on attraction marketing and they just incorporate other things. They they do zero personal messaging and they still have a thriving, wonderful business. And then there are some coaches that you literally go to their page and you would never know they were a coach, but they do everything behind the scenes and they're inviting behind the scenes and they're having conversations behind the scenes and that's how they're getting their people. So when you hear inviting, I feel like it gets a really bad rap because um, and I'll go into this later, but I want you guys to have an open mind and understand inviting looks different. There's no right or wrong. There's no black and white. And while I share what's working for me, it doesn't mean that you have to do it this way. Okay. I'm just going to kind of open your brain to understanding new things. And if you have something that works, awesome. Keep doing it. All right. So I'm just going to jump right in. Is that okay, Sandy? Go for it. All right. So the first thing that I decided when it came to inviting was I was not about the cold invite. Okay. Not about it. I never wanted to be that person that jumped all over my social media friends and invited them left and right to everything I was doing. Even though I knew the gift that I had to share, I knew how good this was, but I still didn't want to be that annoying person. And it just never felt good to me. And so I knew I had to figure out how I could do this. That felt good. So I took a step back and this is something that each of you should take time to do. And I encourage you to do it after the call where it's hot on your brain, where you're thinking about it and do this homework. Okay. So I want you guys to think about how you feel when you are on the receiving end 
of invites. Everyone on social media, so many people are selling things. And we've each been on the receiving end of good situations and bad situations. And I know that there's sometimes when I get an invite and I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, that was so good. Like, I'm going to take notes because that made me feel good. And I actually want to look into what you're doing and learn more about you. And then there's some where I'm like, oh, please, like no block. I don't even want to deal because that was just slimy, right? And so you need to figure out what feels good to you. Because like I said, it's going to be different. And so I really just started to focus on experiences and went about my business um, and approached it in a way that I wanted to receive it. Okay. And when you do this and when you feel good about it, it's easy to be confident going into people's inbox. It's easy to be confident inviting people to join you because you would want to be invited that way. And I feel like coaches, this is where lots of people fall short is they try to do it like someone else does it. They try to send a script or a message that someone else created and that's not authentic to them. It's not. And so you really need to make sure that as you're inviting and as you're bringing people on this journey, it's true to you. It's coming from your heart. And when it is, it's, you'll, it just feels so much better, you guys. So, um, I wanted to make sure that I avoided everything that I hated receiving. Say, okay. So that meant that I needed to figure out a way that I could connect with humans. That was my bread and butter. And I did this even before I started to want, started personally inviting people. I did this early on. And I knew that if I could connect with humans in an authentic way, one, I would get on their radar. We would get to just get to know each other. But two, that would bring them back to my page because they would be like, oh my gosh, this girl's so nice. I wonder what she's up to. And then they would see this post that I was doing. They would see my call to action. They would see the journey I was on. So that's how I proactively brought people back to my page early on. So even when I wasn't personally inviting, connecting has been my bread and butter from day one. I have been like the ultimate over connector. I want to just get to know humans. And mind you, you guys, I am an introvert. And I am not a people person by nature. So this is something I had to learn and develop. And the book, The Go-Giver, that I, that I mentioned, that was, that was what opened my eyes and my brain to be like, oh my gosh, like this is what it's about. You've got to give more and you've got to have zero expectations. And so that's what I really just focused on is I'm going to connect with humans. I'm going to love on them every single day. I'm going to be interested in what they're putting out there because they're posting stuff on social for a reason. <laughs> they're using social media to be social. And if, as coaches, I feel like the best thing that we can do is just be a positive light. So that means that whenever we're on people's pages, we're not just scrolling. We're not just watching what they're doing. We're not just inviting them to join us. We're just leaving positivity. We're just encouraging people. We're just sharing love. We're sharing hope. We're sharing um, encouragement, like all of those things. That's what we get to do every single day in the connecting process. And these aren't fake. These aren't fake interactions. I feel like sometimes people struggle with this too, because they're like, well, I don't want to only connect with people just so I can sell them a challenge pack. They're going to see through that. That is not what I do. I literally view this as I have this platform to meet millions of humans. And I, that's my job. My job is to meet millions of humans forever. Okay. This is not going to end. And in the meantime, I'm going to be authentic to me. I'm going to be sharing the journey I'm on. I'm going to be sharing this gift that I have to help people. 
And if it's right for some of the people, sweet. I will know them, I will have connected with them, and I will be able to help them. But if it's not right for them, cool too. We'll, we're, we're still friends, we've still connected, we can still benefit from the mutual friendship, we can still support each other in motherhood, and all that things, and all of those things. So I need you guys to like not let yourself go there or else you'll, it'll spiral downwards really quick, okay? So in order to expand my market every single day, um, I knew that I wanted to do it with quality people, not just with, with everyone. Like I did not just want numbers. I wanted real women that I could relate to. And this is, a, this is the most important part of my flow because everything that I do after the expanding part um, stems from this first step. So what I want you guys to do, this is your number two homework. <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys some homework um, to put this in play. I want you guys to just list out your interests. What do you value? Who can you relate to? What type of people do you want to surround yourself with in your challenge groups? What type of people do you want to surround yourself with on your team? Um, what things excite you? Like you guys, I'm obsessed with home decor. Um, I'm obsessed with it, but I am not like talented. I'm not, that's not like a skill set that I have. I just love it. I love seeing people's um, homes. I love seeing different ideas. And so that's something that I love connecting over. I love chatting with women who have the same similar style as I do. And it's not, it's not a chore to go and connect with these women that have this similar interest, right? So get clear on who you are. And this is the fun part because I feel like throughout life, lots of times we just kind of skim. We just kind of get through life. We go through the motions. We're a little bit surface level. And this is going to force you to kind of dig in a little bit. And it's going to force you to uncover some things that maybe you forgot. Maybe you forgot that you enjoy certain things. Maybe you forgot that you had these hobbies in the past that you still would love to connect with other people over. And this is the fun part, okay? So once you have this list, motherhood, your career, brands, um, boutiques, hobbies, interests, homeschooling, eating lifestyles, like all sorts of things outside of health and wellness, okay? Those can be part of it, but you also need to like branch out. Then you're going to start searching for accounts, okay? So once I have kind of my focus, then I just start searching keywords, I start searching little hashtags, I start going to people's pages that I really admire and seeing what hashtags they're using. And the idea behind this is you're looking for five to 10, I call them inspo accounts. Okay, if you, if you ever watch any of my trainings, you'll hear me talk about this all the time, inspo accounts. And you are not trying to recruit these pages, these girls or these whoever, these brands, you are going to work from their pages as a home base, their accounts, because all of their followers and all of the people that are engaging and liking and interested in their content are gonna be your niche market, okay? That, those are your people. Those are the people that you wanna connect with. Those are the people that you wanna expand to your market. Those are the people that you wanna be building relationships with. The reason behind finding your target accounts is it just gives you a really simple go-to place to find your people. So you do the homework once, and then along the way, as you're finding new friends and you're connecting, every single day that I'm working, you guys, I'm finding new inspo accounts. I'm finding new pages where I'm like, oh, sweet, their entire their entire following, those are my type of people. And I'm adding them to this collection. And that's what I call it, these collections. 
And so that's what I want you guys to do first. And I do this on Instagram, um, but you could do it the same thing on Facebook. You could do the same thing in real life. If you're an extrovert and you're a people person and you want to like be face to face, belly to belly with people, go to events, go to certain parties, go to certain things where your people are going to be hanging out and make it your mission to connect with them and to really, um, meet new people that way. I, like I said, mega introvert, like I don't like to leave the house if I don't have to. And so the majority of what I do is on social media. And so everything that I'm talking about, you can do it in whatever way you want. The idea behind it, the concept is always the same. You can figure out how you want to like make it work for you. Okay. So this is where I spend a big, big majority of my time connecting with humans. And I knew that if I spent time connecting every single day, I would always have people to invite authentically. I would always have people to, um, be in conversation with about challenge groups and about all those things, because lots of times it just naturally comes up. We'll be talking about motherhood. We'll be talking about, um, my faith. We'll be talking about struggles in marriage, whatever there is. And then they'll see something and they'll go, can you tell me about this other workout you're doing too? Can you tell me about why you wake up so early and how you do that? Like it just naturally comes up when you're being a normal human and you're sharing authentically and you're connecting with people. Okay. So that's step number one. All right. Step number two is I want to touch on the fact that personal messaging, like I said, you guys, personal messaging is not the only way we can invite. And I feel like this is where inviting gets the bad rap is because, because of experience, experiences you've probably had, you feel gross doing that. You feel gross um, just kind of attacking people the second you follow them or whatever. Um, and that's not what this is. And that's what, that's what I want you to hear loud and clear. And it doesn't mean you have to be blowing people up in their inbox. You can be doing polls. You can be doing swipe ups to your application form. You can be doing question boxes to raise um, engagement and then be able to lead that to an invite later. You can be, um, I mean, there's just so many different ways to invite attraction marketing. You can do a call to action and let people reach out. Like that is still inviting. The whole idea behind inviting is that you are getting new people in the door and getting them information every single month. If what you're doing right now is not doing that, you're not inviting. So that's where when I was early on, when I was doing the calls to action and I was connecting and it was happening kind of more organically, I didn't really rely, I didn't need to rely on personal messaging. And then at a certain point when social media shifts and call to actions kind of became white noise, I was like, crap, I need to figure out something else. And so that's when I did start personally inviting. So I need you guys to just understand there's so many different ways, right? So many different ways to invite and you need to find what works for you. So in my opinion, I think that in a nutshell, coaches are problem solvers, right? We, we listen for struggles that people have. We look for ways that we can help others. And then we enter a solution and we let them know, Hey, I know you struggle with this. This is what I've been doing. Have you ever looked into this type of thing? Um, and that's all we're doing. So one of the things that I want to share with you guys too, because I feel like this is a huge, um, door that so many people miss out on is literally looking and being super proactive about the people that are sharing a problem. Because in my opinion, 
everyone wants to be healthy. Everyone, I mean, not everyone, but most people want to be healthy. They want to be happy. They want to be financially stable and financially fit. They want to have positivity in their life. Like what we have, the majority of humans want that. They just might not know how to get it or what that looks like. So from the beginning, I've always just been super proactive about looking for people who had needs that I could help them with. And I want to make this clear because this is where it gets a little bit, there's like a fine line, okay? So every single day I'm listening for people who are sharing problems, right? And I don't mean I'm attacking them. Like as soon as they say something, I'm not like, I have this and you need it. Like they will so fast throw up their walls and be like, no thanks, not interested. You just want to sell me something. And I knew this early on. Like I, I just, maybe it's because <laughs> I really have proactively built my business exactly how I didn't want to be approached or how I wanted to be approached. So this is something that I've always done. And I know this isn't rocket science, but you don't want to freak people out the second you're trying to share something that will really bless their life. And I think this is sometimes that fine line that I was talking about. Okay. So, and when I was, before I coached, <laughs> I was posting, this is when I had first gotten Instagram and I post would post a few pictures about post-workout and it was normally like my shoes or like my really close up of my face, like sweat, like <laughs> not cute at all. But I would share this a little bit at, before I coached. And I swear every single time I posted something like that, I would get a comment that was like, you should join my accountability group. Da -da -da -da. And I was like, no, I don't even know who you are. Don't talk to me. So full transparency, when I signed up to be a coach, you guys, I was embarrassed to say that I was a beach body coach. I was embarrassed because of the experience that I had had with these sharky humans that were just trying to get me. That's what I felt. They were just trying to get me. And now I see that they were just excited. They were just super excited to get people plugged into their community and they knew that they had a gift to share, but the way that they were going about it was not conducive to like actually getting people interested in, in joining them. Like for me, at least it wasn't. And so knowing this, I just wanted to make sure that I was never that sharky person. I just never wanted to be that girl. And so, what I would do is when someone did post something and when someone posts something, instead of posting it in the comments and being like, you should do this, blah, 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 I always took it behind the scenes and went into a DM. And I have an example of this. Um, and it was funny. I, I took, I was talking with one of my leaders and we were, <laughs> we were think, trying to think of like how they got started and how it all happened. And so I literally scrolled and scrolled and scrolled through my messages with, with one of my leaders. And I went and looked at pictures and screenshots. And so this is legit how it happened. So this girl I knew from high school, um, we played volleyball against each other. Her name's Melissa Brewer. You might know her. She's a bad A. Um, she posted something about being pregnant, but needing to lose the baby weight fairly quickly because she had a wedding coming up. And so my initial instinct was to be like, girl, you need to do these workouts with me. I love them. Right. And that wouldn't have been wrong. I was just, and she legit was sharing a need and I was sharing a solution. So that wouldn't have been sleazy. But at the same time, I knew that if I did that, she would have been more likely to be like, what are you trying to sell me? No. And so instead of commenting, I took it into a DM and I just said, hey girl, 
when's your wedding? When is this wedding that you have coming up? And I found out when it was, checked in with how she was. And I said, you, these 25 minute workouts that I'm doing would be perfect for busy mamas. Have you ever like looked into T25? And she hadn't, she didn't know what it was. And so we chatted about it. Um, we were just normal humans and she got some info, didn't sign up. So then the next month I checked in with her because T25 pack was still on sale. And so anytime I had like a deadline or something ending, I used that as a reason to follow up and to check in. And so I checked in with her and I'm like, Hey girl, um, I don't even remember what I said, but my group is filling up. The sale is almost ending. Like it was still kind of, kind of salesy cause I was learning. <laughs> but, and she's like, you know what? No, thanks. My husband and I are actually doing a different program, but thanks for reaching out. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it was after this. No, that was after the second follow-up. So I had already checked in with her once. That was the second follow-up. She told me no. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's not right. I kept her on my follow-up list and every single month, you guys, and this is something you need to hear every single month. If someone requests info, but they don't end up getting started every single month, they're getting a check-in from me just in case it's a better time, just in case they're actually ready, just in case I don't want them to think I'm forgetting about them. And I know lots of people feel weird about follow-ups, but following up is a huge part of the invite process. You, most of my people that are starting are not starting after the first invite are not starting after the first, um, after the first conversation, they're, they're starting after multiple follow-ups and checking in and watching and you know, all of those things. So make sure that you don't skip this part. So I just went on sharing my journey, went on doing my thing. And four months later, she reached out to me and she had seen a post that I did on coaching. It was actually about the coaching opportunity. We had never talked about coaching me and her. And she just, she wanted to know how she can make extra money doing that workout that we talked about. And she didn't understand how it worked. And so we talked about it. Turns out she was not happy with their current financial situation. They were super stressed. She was working full time as a teacher and she wanted to be home with her babes. So she saw my post at the exact time at the exact moment that spoke to her and she reached out now had, would she have reached out? Had I not ever planted the seed prior? I don't know. Maybe she would have, maybe she wouldn't have. But what I found is the people that are proactively reaching out at some point down the road are people that I've planted seeds with months and months prior. So this is like a huge part of the process is that you plant these seeds with no expectation that they're going to join right then. No emotional connection to whether or not they're starting, not getting discouraged when they say no, not getting discouraged when they... Um, aren't ready. That's just part of it. That's just part of the flow. We're planting seeds wherever we go. We continue to show up. We continue to be consistent. And then at some point, these people will come along the way. Okay. So I want you guys to control the controllable. Do we cannot control if people join, we cannot control if they say yes, we cannot control if they commit to their program and get results. All we can control are what we are in control of. We can control if we show up. We can control if we give up and we quit on this. We can control our actions. So a lot of my coaches, when I feel like they're struggling, they're tying their worth and their fulfillment and their gratification to the outcomes. They're tying their sense of gratification to 
a challenger signing up and a coach starting on their team. They're not tying their sense of worth and fulfillment in showing up and doing the things we do as coaches every single day. And you guys, lucky for us, our actions that we do, that is going to bless your life. Whether you ever help someone or not, showing up and doing these things, building solid connections, being a nice human, doing your personal development, showing up for your workouts and being a product of the product, like all of those things that we do every day, that's going to bless your life. So if you can tie your emotion and your gratification to the actions, you're going to stick with it. You're going to stop having those high highs when someone signs up and those low lows when you're going through weeks and weeks and weeks of no, 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 no. That is part of it. You guys, I go through those times too. I go through those times too. We all do, but I know that it's just part of the process, part of the process. And these people are going to come around. Okay. The third thing, the last thing that I want to share is the importance of creating an overall start to finish process that simplifies this entire flow. Okay, so I am all about simple. Hashtag do your crap, keep things basic, don't overcomplicate it. Like I am out about as basic as it gets. And so this is just what works in my brain. And it took out all of the guesswork every single month. So it took out the, what am I gonna invite to? When am I gonna start my group? What am I gonna do for here? Where am I gonna find my people? Who am I gonna invite? It took out all of that and it just created this flow that just goes seamlessly and it simplified everything. And so what I do is my flow, <laughs> my flow is expand, sort, connect, invite, follow up. All right. Expand, sort, connect, invite, follow up. And, but what I, where I spend about 80% of the time is in the connecting process. 20% of the time is divvied up between the rest of those activities. 80% is connecting with real humans every single day. Okay. Not because the other activities aren't as important, but because I know that they don't take as much time when you have this consistent flow in place. I don't know what somebody's doing. Um, so five days of the week, I am adding at least 30 people to my network. This means, like I said, I'm going to those target accounts that I, that my niche market are hanging out on and I'm expanding. I'm just following them. I'm following 30 quality women that I feel like we could be friends with. Then I sort, and this is the part that I wasn't doing this ever before I started implementing this flow. So then I sort them into these collections and basically a collection is like a group that we can make on Instagram. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have trainings on this on my YouTube channel, Live Power Hours, you can go learn it all there, okay? Um, but I sort them into these collections so that I know when it's time to connect, I have a home base and they're all there and I get to just connect with these women, get to know them, get to love on their posts, and I, that's where I'm spending the majority of my time during my Power Hours. And then when it's time to invite, that's who I'm inviting. Those are the women that I'm just planting the seed, opening the door. I'm not overthinking it. I'm not like, well, how many times did we connect? How, how often did she engage back? I do, did I do five touches or did I do 10? Like, I don't care. I, all I do is I find the women. I know I'm spending sufficient time every single day connecting with them. And when it's time to fill my group, every single one of those girls are getting an invite. And it's simply inviting them to better their health and their happiness. And I'd love to work with them. I loved connecting with them and just seeing if they're interested. Okay. Nothing scary. Lots of them are not interested. Some of them are interested. Some of them are ready to go right then. 
And so I don't tie emotion to this process. I just know if I do it consistently, I'm always going to be able to help people. I'm always going to be able to find people who are ready to go. And the ones that want info, they're interested, but it's just not a right, the right time. They don't get started. The next step for my flow is they go into a follow-up collection. Like I said, follow-ups, those are like my jam. So these girls go into the follow-up collection. I continue to love on them, continue to build a relationship. And every single month when I have like my deadline coming for my group or whatever, I'm checking in with them just to see if it's a better time to see if it's something they want to do. And literally until they say, no, I never want to do this ever, 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 or yes, I'm ready to go. They continue to get a follow-up. And the, the way that I approach follow-ups, you guys, it's not about me ever. It's not about successful points. It's not about commission. It's not about any of those things. It literally is, they had enough interest to say that they wanted some info. So they have some sort of need. Hopefully you guys are getting clear on what your people need, whether they're in conversation and you're finding out what they struggle with, what their goals are, how you can help them. Or maybe you have an application form where those questions are drawing out the answers. So you can identify she has A, B, C, and D struggles, and I know that this is gonna help them. When you have that understanding, when you approach them with a follow-up, it's not about you. It is about helping them reach the things that they want. And when you follow up with that authenticity and you're genuine about it, they're not ever gonna be weird. They're not ever gonna think you're pushy. They're not ever gonna think you're schemey because you're just being a kind human and you're not forgetting about them, okay? So don't be weird about follow-ups. I feel like that holds a lot of people back. So what I do is basically for like an entire month, I'm connecting with these women, this core group of women that I found the previous month. And I connect with them, it's time to invite, I invite them, some of them want information, those are the girls that I'm getting plugged into my group, and I do the same thing with coaching. When I have like an info about, uh, info coaching call, I'm going through my list and I'm, I, am I, I'm identifying the girls that I feel like would be so fun to do this with, the girls that I feel like would really excel. And I'm just planting that seed and saying, have you ever considered doing this? I'd love for you to check it out and making sure they get the information. So I want you guys to think about this for a second, okay? Think about how it feels when you see someone post about a get together on Facebook. They post about this party, um, they let you know it's happening publicly and you just think, huh, that'd be cool, whatever. And then you don't go if you're anything like me, <laughs> big introvert member. Um, so you see this and you think good for them. That's going to be fun. Well, versus when you get a personal text, you get a personal card in the mail, you get an email about whatever, and it's to you personally. How is that different? How does it make you feel? Because this happened, this happened last no, a few months ago, one of my, get this straight, my, my son's best friend's brother <laughs> was leaving on a mission for a church. And so his mom posted on Facebook, Hey, family and friends, we're doing a get together so he can open his mission call. We'd love to have you all there. Um, it starts at eight. And when I saw that, I thought, Oh my gosh, how fun. I can't wait to hear where he's going. That's going to be awesome. That's it. I didn't consider myself a close enough family friend to go. The next day I get a text from his mom, from my son's friend's mom. And she's like, Hey Micah, we'd love for you to be at um, our house. He's going to be opening his call and it'd just be fun to have you guys there. 
Do you think I went? Of course I did. Of course we went because I was like, oh my gosh, she actually wants us to be there. That's how I view this inviting situation. For years, I was publicly, openly inviting people to join me. I wanted to help all the people. And while it worked for a little bit, like I said, I was missing out on so many people who were just watching, who were just cheering me on, who were not feeling confident enough to join me. And what I found was as I started to send these invites and I started to reach out to these women who were watching my stories, who I had been connecting with, so many of them, time after time, and this makes me emotional, would be like, oh my gosh, I've been watching you for years. I actually have wondered what you're doing. Can you tell me more about it? And that is when I was like, gosh, dang it. Like I have missed the boat for so many years, letting these women slip through the cracks and not feel good enough or not feel confident enough or not feel brave enough to reach out. And so that's when I was like, I don't care how many no's I get. I don't care how many people say, oh my gosh, I knew you just added me because you wanted to invite me. No, I didn't. But I also know that this will absolutely change your life. I also know that this will really help you reach everything that you want in life. And it's not up to me to choose if this is right for them or not. Okay. Our job as coaches is to give them the opportunity to say yes. Our job as coaches is to lead by example and share what this is doing for us so that when it is right for them, they'll know it. And when it is the right time, you will be the one that they turn to, not someone else, right? So it's not our job for them to say yes. Stop tying your emotion to the outcome. It is our job to make sure that they know that they're invited to our party every single month. And it's our job to get as many people plugged in as we can because we all know how life-changing this is okay sandy well 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 i think we have all been schooled today on expanding our networks and you know what i feel like a lot of coaches right now are wanting to send you a thank you note oh because you're saying what they've been saying and sometimes it's better oh, from another person. You totally deconstructed the invite process and follow-up and connecting with other humans. I'm just wondering if you ever connect with non-humans. <laughs> I mean, you know. That something. is just my point of view. We are officially out of time if we want these calls to be 30 minutes. And I should have known better when you said, Sandy, you know the script that I wrote? I've just rewritten the whole thing. I told thing. you, I know. So um, let's just go with the, the closing of the call. And that is in, in six and a half years, what has filled you up? What's been the most rewarding thing for you? <sighs> There's so many things. I mean, if I could just say everything has changed since I started, I would. Um, I think one of the greatest blessings to come from coaching and this opportunity it's just really the experiences and the moments that we've been able to create as a family. Since day one, my family has been my driving force, my motivation for everything. Um, at first it started with not needing to rely on JD's career as a vet um, for income and because we would have ended so far away from family. And that was what everything, I mean, that was everything to me. So at first we paid off JD's vet school loan so that we didn't have to rely on his income and we ended up where we wanted by family and then once we made that happen i was like okay what's next 
And as I thought about it, some of my most cherished family memories were growing up at my grandma's cabin in Prescott, Arizona. And I loved being surrounded by my cousins, by my aunts and my uncles, and just having that family time and having a specific place where we got to go and just be together. And my grandma ended up selling the cabin and we ended up moving away far from family. And so I knew that something that I always wanted was to have a cabin for our family to create memories and for our family to surround ourselves with cousins and aunts and uncles and just the people that I love. And so for years, we kind of looked and had it on our radar a little bit. But last year, in August, we were able to find the perfect cabin for us on the lake where we can boat all summer and spend weekends and holidays and summers there together with family and friends. And it is just every single time that I walk in those doors at the cabin, I just think this is what I want my coaches to feel. I want my coaches to have these moments of knowing that they worked so hard for their dreams and that everything is achievable and that they can make everything happen that they want in life when they work hard enough with the right heart. And every single time I walk through those doors, I feel that. I feel so much gratification for this opportunity, for how it's helped me just evolve as a human and understand my purpose and be able to impact and touch as many lives as possible because the business doesn't play favorites, you guys. If you have a desire on your heart, this is the way to make it happen. And I just have so much confidence in it. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Thank you so much, Micah. If there was ever a time where do a mic drop right now, that was insane. And I can't believe that your kids let you let you finish out that entire trip. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for going off script and giving people what they really, really needed most. I think it was incredibly effective, and I see a lot of questions from newer coaches. Maybe you can go into the 411 page and answer some questions. Okay. And, um, thank you. I know you're feeling with a lot of, it's cathartic, isn't it? It's cathartic to think back. I know, at, it's crazy. All the moments that made a difference for you. Thank you, Micah, so much. Have a great, great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye, Sandy. All right. I'll make it very quick. I have so many affirmations. I wrote down so many things, but this one really stuck with me and I hope it sticks with you too. If you're doing, if what you're doing now is not that, you're not inviting. Okay. I'm going to say it again. If what you're doing now is not what she talked about, which is that, you're not really inviting. So take that today. You guys have an incredible day. Go back, watch this call or listen on podcast. I'm so excited because I get a wake up call every Monday too. Uh, I love, love, love hearing from these coaches. So uh, with that, have a great week. See you here next week. Bye-bye.